You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Right on the money for episode 156, I believe this is, right? I have no idea. Is it? I don't think that's right. Welcome to Overnight. Are we at like 140 something before? No, we're at 150 something or other. Let me, uh, no, right. let's not even look. Let's just let the people decide what we should do. <laughs> okay, yeah. Alternative episodes. Welcome to I, episode uh, 200, guys, and I couldn't be happier. I um, think episodes, I could be wrong. I feel like episode, we're at 147, asshole. 147, um, asshole. Oh, yeah. Okay. 156. But I feel like episode 146, maybe you're with this, maybe I, I might jar you, was among our most boring episodes. That ever. was like, I, I listened I to listened that one. I listened back and to, to edit, and it was, it was, a, it was a rough edit. It took some, took some tries. Yeah. Well, we apologize. So we've never done this before, but I think I stand with Andrew, and uh, we. Uh, not necessarily apologize, but we will guarantee you, like a bad politician, we will guarantee you better uh, material. Yeah, I won't do that either, though. <laughs> well, you don't like it to start your own <laughs> shitty podcast. That's, that's it. That's you know, I mean, you are you are you are big with a small penis, and mm-hmm. you uh, you could, should you should start your own podcast and make sure there's lots of background noise. It's a great idea. Yeah, perfect. Like, just always a fan going in the background. Yes. Constantly. And so, and and you can only talk about new. Politics, politics that apply to people 22 years old or younger, like trigger warning slash uh, content warning stuff. And, yeah, um, um, man. And still stuff. going strong, huh? That's the, the, we haven't we haven't left that behind yet. No, 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 no. I, we I've left it way behind. I've left it far, be, just like Candlebox. I've left it. Uh, <laughs> I do put trigger warnings in the same category as Candlebox. That's, Candle, that's yeah, good way to put trigger, it. Trigger warning, Candlebox. Candlebox, full album. It, this is going to be shit where in 10 years you're like laying in, on the couch watching TV, like late, late night TV, and it's just infomercials for the best of trigger warnings. Like, the best trigger warnings of 2016, and they <laughs> scroll up the screen, the one that's playing behind you. Like the gaslighting is is in yellow, but the rest of them are in white. Oh my the, god, uh, that would be those scroll. Wow, the KTEL presents the best content warnings of 2016. <laughs> Can you remember when <laughs> the volume of the drive-through speaker is considered a microaggression? Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just will not stand for these male-designed restaurants. Content warning. 
Well, I went to Buca de Beppo with my family, and I could totally tell uh, that all the angles in the bathroom were at 90 degrees. And uh, I just think that that's very triggering to me. I think you guys know what that means. You'll get all your favorite hits. You'll get all your favorite hits, like trigger warning food. Content warning, my socks won't fit. Yeah, that, yeah that, that's about where I put trigger warnings. Although, <laughs> TW slash today was CW. awesome. Uh, it wasn't really today, I guess it was yesterday. Um, did you watch the Trump speech? I sure didn't. I didn't either. Um, I didn't because I don't have to. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not, <laughs> yep. it's not a law saying I got to watch this shit, so I don't, um, I don't feel, I don't feel bad about that at all. But, and I say this probably once an episode now, but if you follow me on Twitter, you heard this rant earlier. Uh, sorry, again, start your own fucking podcast. Um, it really, it did the thing. It did the thing that we all knew was going to happen when we all didn't want to admit, which is that everybody called this dude a fucking evil piece of shit for so long mm-hmm. that he did one thing that was, <laughs> I, I like, I would n- never say good. Like, he did one thing that was bare bones acceptable for the role that he was put I, in. <laughs> And everyone was like, whoa, look at this. Hey, new leaf. New I leaf. can't believe. Holy shit. That's, it's crazy how good he did. You I know, think he did. Like, uh, come on. That's what happens. That's what happens when you call someone a dumb piece of shit for so long. The second they, everyone you've convinced, if I call you a dumb piece of shit for every episode between episode now and episode fucking 300. <laughs> And then in episode 301, you do something decidedly, not even decidedly, but has an inkling of not being a stupid piece of shit. That's... Everyone I've just convinced for the past hundred and whatever episodes <laughs> is rattled and like half of them fall away or it just it, the whole thing gets muddled. My entire narrative, because it was based on a stupid loud noise that made me feel good to say, is now... Like, in Jeopardy, every single time you have to do... All you have to do is just do the bare minimum. The barest minimum of being, like, a a normal functional person. And I'm in constant skirmish. A border skirmish. This is the fall of Rome for me, because I'm in constant border skirmishes with the fucking Germanic tribes. And that's just it. That's why you don't fucking call this dude Hitler. It's a stupid thing to do. You sound like an idiot. Like, don't do it. Ugh. So dumb. Look, so man. dumb. Look, look, let's, ah. You know, I, I, I can sense you've had quite a day. I've had a, such a good day. Yeah, I had well, such a well. great day. You know, like, I I woke up. Like, all right, Gabri's in L.A. Oh. So, wow. so I got the girls here. I got, like, oh uh, I, I got, like, I get the wine out. Oh, I got wine and roses. Candles wow. are lit. Um, there's did, a DJ here. Uh, he's just He's just spinning in the, <laughs> spinning in the living room. Um... Wow. Yeah, no, Gabri's in L.A., and I had off today, so I woke up, not early, not late, I just woke up when I woke up, and that was nice. It's It was nice because when I wake up, I always wake up earlier than her, but I gotta kind of tiptoe a little bit and, you know, make sure I'm not waking her up because it's shitty, or alternately, in the middle of the week, she's waking up before I am to go to work, and then, you know, if when I'm asleep, and you wake me up with the slightest thing. 
that's it for me i'm awake that's it if i've been asleep for five minutes and you wake me up minute six i'm awake for the rest of the night um so yeah i, I usually don't get to really like sleep in or, or naturally wake up during the week so okay. that was cool great um sat around the house for the minute for a minute just fucking chilled out went out shopped for pants Went to the gun range, went to the sauna, fucking sauna. Went to the sauna and watched one man sit on the bench while another man sat above him, giving him what I guess you could call a massage, but was like he was like trying to push him into the ground. (laughs) It was a really violent process. It's like a ground and and pound. Yeah. And another man was taking the oak leaves and hitting him in the face, not like on the head, just hitting the man in the face with the oak leaves. And they were all singing The Night Chicago Died together. Are you kidding? It was really weird. That's great. I, I enjoyed it. I saw my mom cry. They was... all had like weird Slavic accents, though, so it made it weirder and better. Is that is that a real story? Because that sounds... That it's... happened within three hours of me speaking ago. Unreal. Yeah, it was really good. They also sang another song with words that were not in English, so I couldn't tell you what that was. How, why is The Night Chicago Died such a popular song, do you think? <laughs> no, can we it's just so listen weird. to that? I'm going to bring that song up. Can we just listen to that song for a minute? Yeah, I guess we can. So, it's, yeah. it's all right. You know, I, I don't like, even know this song that well. Like, oh, it's I, a great karaoke song, man. Is it? Yeah, man. Paper Lace. Hmm. So good, dude. Getting that? Sounds good already. Who's the fire trucks, man? Tells the story. Oh my god. It's kind of awesome, actually. It sounds like Fenez. On the east side of Chicago. Ah, this is the new Maltese album. I love it. In the heat of a summer night. Yeah. In the land of the dollar this is a pretty good song, you're right. Yeah, let's just, I mean, sometimes we just gotta kick back and just let it flow. This is better than Haim. This is better than Haim, I agree. When a man named Al Capone Tried to make that town his own hey. And he called his gang to war oh. With the forces of the law I heard hey. my mom cry oh. yeah. I yeah. gotta pray the night hey. Chicago yeah. died <laughs> I hate songs. Uh, I hate storytelling songs, man. I do too. It's I really fucking bad. hate that. Like, like cats in the cradle, shit like that. But you gotta. I keep think it'd it. be a cool idea if you wrote a song that has a protagonist <laughs> that you named Jimmy or Johnny or some shit that you should lay on a bed of spikes. <laughs> like, and Jimmy said, "Like, I lay, lay down, lay down, lay down, Jimmy and Johnny, Jimmy and Al Capone were in Chicago." <laughs> Can we um? Here's a uh, here's another storytelling song that I think everybody should hear. Oh God! From the TV show, from the movie Billy Jack. Billy, don't be a hero. Yeah. Andrews. Was this? This is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. No. All right. Because that band Coven. Uh, who I really like, although Gabri hates it and like she doesn't not let me play it, but like I I get a side eye when I turn it on, so I don't turn it on. 
Um, mm. they uh, they wrote the theme to uh, to Billy Jack. The uh, what was it? One Tin Soldier or some shit. One like that. Tin Soldier rides yeah. away. Yeah, that's a good song. I could bring that up right now if you want, man. That's all right. We're just, just oh boy. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, One Tin it's Soldier. It's a good fucking song. Listen, children, to a story that was written long ago. Long ago. <laughs> I, you know, it makes me think that, like, before the internet, you'd just, like, gather around the radio and listen. Yeah. And you'd listen to, like, good storytelling songs. You know what's really fucking cool? That Billy Jack exists. Love Billy Jack, man. (laughs) Do you ever see The Trial of Billy Jack? No. Also great. I've never seen... I think... I've only ever seen Billy Jack. I think there's... Three, maybe more Billy Jack movies. Well, let me look it up, man. I'm, I've yeah, got to check that out. I, it's it's in the it's in the same canon as um, Bronson in that it's you you love you love the protagonist immediately, but you don't not yeah. you're not sure really why. good. You know, you're like I don't know. Hold on. Oh yeah, I'm supposed to be looking shit up. Um, another thing that I discovered. Okay, so we uh, Young Box and I among many among many things. We got Spectrum Cable. No oh, more wow. Time Warner in this household. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I, well, Spectrum bought Time Warner, so you didn't really do anything. Somebody just brought you new cable. No, place. no, no. I had signed a bunch of paperwork down at the, down at the, I was part of the merger, actually. Oh, is that right? That's yeah, good. I had to sign over my stock. Weird, I just got mine. I just showed up, I had a different name showed up in my envelope, and I said, cool, I'm not paying this bill either. <laughs> Well, there's this this station. I'm not even. I, I think it's just like the name of the station is like Go for It or something. They showed the Blue Thunder television series. Have you ever Damn. seen it? No. Featuring Bubba Smith and Mike what Ditka. The fuck, are you sick? Larry Zonka. Uh, wait, Larry Zonka. Sorry, still awesome. <laughs> okay, so here's the Holy premise. Shit. The premise is for all everybody pull up a chair because this is fucking great. Roy Scheider, for whatever reason, didn't sign on to this fucking masterpiece. Yeah, see, had something else going. I was doing the seven ups at this point. So a cast of unknowns, but playing the quirky computer guy who sits and be, sits plays the Dominic Santini role. If you're an Airwolf fan, he plays the Dominic Santini role, sitting behind uh, Stringfellow Hawk. But this is Blue Thunder, so it's a little different. Is Dana Carvey, age twenty? No. Yeah. Fucking way. How? Damn. All right. I'm watch Thunder, this shit tonight. I'm. I'm gonna. Uh, it's gonna. It's so good. And um, I think it was on for one season. But Bubba Smith and Larry Zonka play two ca- like the two guys who ch- who are the chase vehicle in case Excellent. Blue Thunder gets into trouble. <laughs> They have a missile launcher, and they can also. What they did one time was they they tied a winch around a chopper and brought it down, and then they pulled the guys out of the chopper and roughed them up. Yeah. And every time I watched, like, I mean, Young Box and I were gonna have like a romantic, probably a romantic night. Oops. But I was too enthralled with um, Blue Thunder the series. I would say nobody could fucking compete with Blue Thunder. Uh, no, never, never. And it's uh, yeah. And this is the um, this is the series intro. 
sounds like OMD so far. Starring Bubba Smith. Okay, starring the uh, starring James Valentino, Dana Carvey, <laughs> okay. This it, this is not an engrossing list. I gotta, really I gotta be wow. honest. <laughs> Sandy McPeak, great character actor as the, as the the stressed out commissioner. Oh my god, Dick Butkus as Ski Butkowski as Dick Butkus. And Bubba This Smith. is insane. And this is like a fever dream. Yeah, it's amazing. It's like when we thought that Doug Clifford had like a detective show for a little while there. And we were Did like, he not? I, I haven't been able to find any footage of I, it. It doesn't exist as far as I can tell. Like It's really frustrating because I want that to be a thing, but I have not found a single shred of evidence that that show exists besides one website that seems to know a lot about it. That is like the premise that, you know, it's we so have fucking funny. We had a hundred from a count, all counties all over. We had over a hundred men, uh, to search for this missing girl. Uh, and then that didn't work. So we got Doug Clifford from CCR yeah. to we find just got Doug girl. Clifford, fucking famous CCR drummer plays yeah. traditional grip. He's going to find this missing girl. The human metronome, man. Stu Cook comes along. Hey, man, I need a ride. <laughs> hey, driving Stu an Cook's old... cooking show. Yeah, he's dri- Hey, I was going to work at my cooking show, man, but I thought maybe I'd help you find this missing girl. Oh, yeah, this missing girl's in a hard time, so we got to find her, and then maybe we can, <laughs> ha- you know, maybe have, like, a, at the end, you know, they all go to a bar to celebrate like they did in every episode of Dukes of Hazard. And they'd be like, oh, we're all going to go to a bar. And then they're like, come on, guys, get on stage. And then all of a sudden, all of CCR is there, including a very sick Tom. <laughs> you know, fucking Tom Fogren. Very ill. Somehow his T-cell count is so yes, low. His, very, his body is riddled with AIDs. He's, his HIV is turning to AIDS. He's like, oh, I think I still remember the songs. And he's all fucking. He's, but you know what? It doesn't matter. It's all for. It's all in good fun. You know, we'll just turn his amp down. You know. Yeah, Fogarty won't let him play those songs anyway. They play only the fucking single guitar <laughs> era, fucking uh, CCR. That's it. And then he comes in. He's like, I got a good idea for a new song called Center Field. That's gonna rock your world. And they're like, Oh, we hope you, we hope you put it out. But we're also here trying to talk about the missing girl. Yeah, we got this missing girl and, going on. And Fogarty somehow makes it about him. He's like, well, that missing girl, finding the missing girl is fine and all, but I've got a new album coming out called Center Field, and I think y'all, um, y'all should go out and buy it. Uh, and and also, it's cool that you found the missing girl after, um, in the, in a in an underground dungeon <laughs> that was only uh, only accessible uh, from underwater. Somehow, fucking, you can't. Well, I couldn't rely on Doug Clifford to change his socks when we were playing together. But this fucker yes. found her. I, I'm be, I think it was his sex dungeon. Ooh. It became Golgo 13 once fucking uh, once CCR broke up. <laughs> they break up on stage at the bar where they're celebrating with a cake and everything else. And then fucking, fucking Fogarty, Tom Fogarty, no, Bob Fogarty, John Fogarty. It's Bob Fogarty. <laughs> Bob Fogarty levels of accusation. 
at Doug Clifford saying, I fucking, I think you, my friend, that was your sex dungeon. And what if the villain in every episode is John Fogarty? God damn it, it's true. But they always pull the mask off, and it's an ever sicker Tom Fogarty underneath. Like, every episode, he's wasting away. It's getting worse and worse. Oh, it's, uh, you can tell he's getting sloppy. He left this empty bottle of AZT here. Oh, my God. Did John Fogarty just cough without moving his mouth? Wait a second. Pull <laughs> Wait off the fucking rubber mask. I knew. I know that, that, that AIDS cough anywhere. That was Tom Fogarty. He-Man Fogarty. mask they just fixed the hair on. Please let me get away with one crime be- oh, before I die. I wrote, I wrote Sweet Hitchhiker. I deserve respect. Well, that I was- don't think he did. I think there was a single guitar here. <laughs> I think that was the first post, Tom, here. <laughs> he's a little, uh, oh, you know. Oh, man. He's like, as long as I can, you know. And then they're like, John's like, oh, no, 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 no. I, uh, no, no, no. No, you, uh, you've no, made your fantasy contract null and void for $50,000, which you quickly blew through with unforeseen medical bills. So the joke's your, on you. The rest of your short life, my actual brother actual brother who uh actual human being brother caught aids from a blood transfusion Mm -hmm. it happened to you know where were you getting your blood transfused in the uh in the tenderloin that's what happened right pal yeah and john fogel was like oh he's such a prick i hate him but he's so good at finding missing kids you hate you what type of guy you, you love to hate and you hate to love and then the general kids and his <laughs> fucking AZT. Yeah, it's like oh, that, that, he's getting sloppy. He, he left an empty bottle. He empty, I found a prescription, half a prescription for AZT here, <laughs> and, and I found a, a, a I found a napkin with some blood on it. Was, I think he's been coughing up blood. We should get a test at the bottom of this. And then John yeah, don't, Fogarty don't, just don't touch that. John Fogarty just lifts it up and smells it. He's like, I think it's Tom. Doug and Doug and Stu were like, "No way, man! We hung out with them last week. Yeah, we were jamming with them last week on his solo album." And then it goes—it's like a '70s thing where it goes to the studio, and you hear like bear, bear in the background. <laughs> I'm actually picturing this shot and scored much like Kolchak the Night Stalker. That's that's about exactly. where it lands. And uh, what the fuck was that guy's name? Bob Fogarty. McGavin. McGavin. Darren McGavin. First name? Darren McGavin. There you yeah, are. The guy, the guy uh, from the Christmas story. But before all that, yeah. he played every hard-boiled detective there was. Banachek. Yeah, if you get a chance, man, go and, go and watch Kolchak the Night Stalker. Shit's got to be on Netflix or Hulu or some shit. Probably Hulu. <laughs> so they're at the studio. And out of the corner of his bloodshot, gla- glassy, sunken-in uh, eye, Tom sees John Fogarty come in. And he's like, oh, man, you can never let me catch a break. That's why I've been killing all them kids. And he walks in. He's the jig like, is up. The jig is up. Tom, not only have we cut you out of all royalties. <laughs> oh, I, I, and uh, I guess you well, didn't, that's separate I guess you didn't know that. Uh, anyway, you weren't supposed to say anything. They're just supposed to get a get a, a primitive fax from this lawyer. <laughs> get a letter from BMI. <laughs> from Fantasy <laughs> Records. You now hear my cut out of all royalties just because. And you try to get a lawyer, poor man. And then it's like, oh, shit, you know, my own flesh and blood. And it's like, it's that blood that's going to kill you. Because it's racing through your veins, d- delivering disease to every quarter, every quadrant of your body. 
It's like it's like a, a an oil spill that won't stop. <laughs> anyway, we know you've been stealing those kids and taking them, taking them uh, down there. You know, and it's right now the the underwater sex dungeon. Yeah, the underwater. You've been taking them to the under the vast uh, underwater sex dungeon, very similar to the underground FEMA laboratory underneath yeah. the. Uh, it just it just looks like Cosmos Factory inside though. <laughs> it's got a ten speed on 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 lifts. <laughs> And it's like they're just kids. They're just like sitting around listening to Creedence. So like, this, is, this is the worst abduction ever. <laughs> like, uh. like I thought, you know, I've been abducted by some fucking really good guys, and uh, you're not one of them. But I mean, we're from fucking, you know, these are kids from like Southern Georgia, Northern Florida, Pensacola. You know, people who get abducted all the time. It's just like a normal yeah, it's thing. Just, it's old hat. Yeah, it's old hat. It's like, hey, weren't you in CCR, man? I thought you had money. And Tom gets all mad. He throws a half a glass of whiskey across the room. He's like, fuck you, man. I still have money. Somewhere. Checks in the mail. Checks in the mail. I just have to wait until Patreon gets invented. Then I'll be, oh, I'll be set. man. Jesus Christ. Anyway. I love, I think that that is perhaps one of the best television programs ever written. Yeah, I think we I, just did our script treatment. I would tune in. Credence. Uh, Clearwater, uh, no, Denial. Denial? <laughs> Creed, wow. Tonight on Creedence Clearwater Denial. The, and it's like it's like Doug and Stu in the middle, like, man, who do we go with? You know, John's going to take us on tour for center field, and the joke's on him because he took a bunch of jobbers. And it's like, man, I can clap my hands. But it, little did you know, Tom Fogarty does the, as, a, as a blessing. He's like, you can do the claps on center field. Wow. Yep, that's it. Even though we're talking about way different eras. Yeah, like, man. We full alienation. People have been plus fifteening through this. Totally like, I don't fine. know what this is. I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is. That's no, because it's, it's, it separates the uh, the true from the fake. And that is true. Mm. If you're still listening, congratulations. Congratulations. I need. I we need our weirdos. We need you to tell a weird friend. I know we haven't told you that in a while. Our listens. Our listens have never been better. But I, I'm curious as to um, how many flimsy, weak people we have listening to us. And we say, no thanks, thumbs down, Roman Coliseum, thumbs down to that. So we need more weirdos. And less, Bring them on. Yeah. And less people with glass hearts. Just that, saying. Yeah. It, like, I went back on... Uh... The the self defense ask thing, the Tumblr. I was thumbing through, it was like waiting for something, I had nothing to do. And it occurred to me that damn, this shit never got any better, did it? <laughs> like uh, the people who came here never got any better at life. It's nah. still the same it's, actually it's a bunch of fucking new jamokes asking the same fucking stupid questions over and over again. It's real sad. And that's just how it is. It's a cycle. It'll it'll never change. I mean if we have anything going for us. It's that we burn our some of our listeners out, and we gain new listeners who are weird and different, and I like it. In a lot of ways, that's 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 life, you know. Like that's that's why you lift weights. You can tear your fucking muscles and get rid of that weak shit and just get the strong it's shit, it, man. It's just like when you watch those old Giants videos, and Bill Parcells is like, "This is why you lift all them weights. This is why you do all that shit." That's and right. then the the game is decided by a field goal, but I mean, still, you know. <laughs> Just the same. Just the same. It was the Scott Norwood game when he said that. That's why you lift all them weights. 
So um, I uh, somebody raised a question in the um, <clears throat> Overnight Drive Friend Zone, which is okay. our uh, <clears throat> Facebook group. Also, don't read that anymore. Like, like once a month, I check in there. I'm going to start tagging you on everything. Andrew, I need your help. Andrew, I need you to do this. It's like a group Please project. Do. I need everybody to, to give equally. Andrew. Anyway. What are you giving Deleted. up for Lent, pal? What am I giving up for Lent? Do you, yeah, um, because you believe in, uh, of course, you believe in Jesus Christ, uh, personal yep. Savior who we all love and adore. Um, Is it something I had to already give up, or can I choose to give it up now? You can choose to give it up now. Uh, I think that, you know, the cornerstone of all religion is forgiveness, apparently. Um, how long do I have to give it up for? Uh, 40 days and 40 nights, pal. Fuck. It's a long stretch. I, I thought I'm about... going to give up feeding the cat for Lent. <laughs> Awesome. I don't think that'll work out well for you or Gab. You waking up I've woken up to a dead cat before and it is the it is the quietest. She can feed the cat. It's fine. Oh oh okay. Well, you know, our cat one of our cats likes to uh relieve himself on the floor. Great. (laughs) Which is uh uh which is this this is uh he's like the the bro of the cats. And he's like, you know, hey, you want to hang out? Oh, okay, I'm just going to shit here. I'm just going to fucking shit on the floor instead. You know, like, you know, and what's he's, this dude's fucking problem? He needs to know what's going on all the time, too. He's like, hey, what's, you know, like, I'll just be laying in bed watching Under Arrest. And he'll just jump on me and say, hey, what's going on? We're going to play. We have a, we have a, his favorite toy is a catnip's, uh, knit, knit catnip strawberry. Don't ask. I don't know. But I got him some catnip strawberries because I thought it was fun. And he plays fetch with the catnip strawberry. But he wants to play it all the time, even at 2.30 in the morning. Now, mm-hmm. that is the <clears> worst <throat> time to, to be uh, have a 30-pound cat jump on your chest. It's 2.30 a.m. You guys got to close the fucking door. That's insane. <laughs> nope. That cat is doing all of the things that make me not want a cat. <laughs> Plus, they're, they're big. They're 30 pounds apiece. Like big cats. I love them to death, and they're wonderful. But sometimes he wants to play strawberry, and they have no. But I have to remember it's like um, anything else where when people it's like having a disabled child, it's like a baby, somebody who maybe doesn't speak the language. Um, you, you, they have no concept of like uh, time. You know, I mean, I guess somebody who doesn't speak the language has concept of time. Correct. Yeah, I don't think that that <laughs> not you don't like need to we speak do speak a time. language to understand hey, how time works. We do time better than anyone. United States. That is true. Yeah. So don't we have the best time. We have the best, best time. We have the best. We have the best time. You know, I, if anything comes from this Trump shit, I hope that it's like things like Bud Man come back, Spuds McKenzie. You know, like Spuds McKenzie's just, back. Do you see this shit? No, of course. I mean, of course, of course, because it's you know irony is thicker than ever. But but. Uh, Fill me in. What happened? They brought Spuds McKenzie back, but since the dog is clearly dead, he's a ghost now. And I think that's so fucking funny. That's why. <laughs> I've really enjoyed it. It was really, I, it made me very happy. It's the dog. Dogs uh, die. They die in like nine years. You have to go buy a new dog. So Spuds McKenzie's dead, but now he's back. He's a ghost. I mean, how did, I mean, ghost Spuds. Sadly, those dogs don't, don't have a long life uh life expectancy 
What the fuck is happening? <laughs> Can you hear that? <laughs> oh my god. I can't believe this. I'm locked out. I hope it didn't stop recording. Hold on. This is the type of shit my father falls for. Like all the time. Right. This is fucking crazy. What is going on here? How, how would it be sending my credit card? He doesn't know. What are you on right now that this is happening? It's, it's it blocked my shit. It's called. I mean, it's your shit's still working because you're yeah, on Skype, unless it's, it's a different computer. It was just, um, you know, it was just maybe I, uh, you know, my browsing history is a little uh, questionable lately. Um, <laughs> so uh, do me a kindness and save when you get back to Ableton or wherever the fuck you're recording it. <laughs> uh, I am on uh, Audacity, my friend. Audacity Ableton did not approve my sponsorship, so I'm right back. That's to a shame. You, and I don't know how to. Uh, I don't know how to reach out to them. People who have been... I don't, people, South by is happening as we speak, by the way. And uh, Or is it? I'm still laughing about the, the message. Oh, yeah. Attention, attention. Please, uh, please die. <laughs> Your computers. And there's people who fall for that. My father fell for that. And I found out that he called a guy and he's like, yeah, for $250, we can clean all the viruses off your computer. And he's Holy like, sure. Shit, did he pay this dude? Yeah. He's Holy like, hey, fuck. it's only once a year we got to pay him. And I said, I, how are you? How are, how are you? I mean, first of all, how are you? <laughs> wow, Second God. All, how are you my dad? Um, you know, <clears throat> life and surviving is not as hard as we pretend it is. No. It's impossible that it could be. For the amount of shit that people survive and get through and like, like, People should be dead as fuck, and yet they continue to keep waking up, like, and driving, not looking at the road, looking at their phone while eating a croissant, and then they're fine. They're just good. They get to work, and then they, yeah, they just, it's, uh, survival is easier than we think it is, clearly. Obviously. It must be. There's no other argument. (sighs) I went to Crossgates. Is that it? Oh, there you are. All right. (laughs) I went to Crossgates Mall uh, um, because I had to buy a new wireless mouse. Great. Because I am PC loyal, my friend. And And, uh, I bought a cool mouse that has Keith Haring uh, stuff on it. Neat. It's a Logitech limited edition. Got it for $10. I bet that'll be worth a lot of money. You know, there is a lot lot to... um, Speaking of worth a lot of money... There's a lot to think about when you're making money. Because I make a lot of money now. And I should just be able to fucking make like a mouse. You know? Like snap I mean, you my can f- make a mouse if, like, you, if you want. Would you want to, do you want to get to, you want to like make, I think that a good idea for us would be to make like branded mouse mice. Like things you can use with your computer. Um, <clears throat> so I went to the Apple store. 
I call and I speak to a representative named Ethan. He said, it's not busy. I go, are you sure? He goes, yes, I'm here in the store. I come down and it's a two hour wait. <laughs> then I finally get a message that they are ready for me. After two hours, I wait another 30 mins just to be told they don't have a SIM card for the iPhone 6 Plus. What? I spent all day running back and forth and it makes me want to never get an iPhone again. Okay, please don't. If I have to deal with the Apple store. Oh, the employees certainly talk down to their customers. They're nothing but hipsters. Don't cop it. Oh, boy. They, they were listening to Mumford and Sons, and they were waxing their beards. Don't <laughs> cop an attitude towards me because I didn't know how to back up my iCloud, faggot. Get the fuck no, out. I, I added that for Wow, for I was going to say, damn. Like, that's throwback even by Crossgate's <laughs> mall review standards. That's why I, I added it for effect, but it would have been great if it was right there. Why didn't someone tell me I was waiting over the two hours? What? Then it the, sounds to me like they probably told you several times. I gotta be yeah, honest. Like yeah. if I had to guess, my limited time in customer service on this earth and the five sentences you've wrote and written have painted a pretty vivid picture. She's good, pretty good at punctuation. So she said. Then the manager, who uh, might I add, was wearing a baseball cap. Oh. Doesn't even come over to see if anything is okay. Instead, he just walked around, not even noticing what I was going through. I drove over an hour. It's almost for... as like you're not the only person in the room. It's <laughs> weird. I drove over an hour for what again? The worst customer service ever, all caps. Fuck. You know what you should probably do? You should probably buy an Android and embrace your fucking, your, your lot in life. I think she should defo soak her head until she stops <laughs> moving. Just saying. All right, uh, so I, once I left the Apple store, um, I walked down a Lush because that shit smells so good. Still fucking going, this woman. All right. No, it's so good. So, no, it's a different woman, but I, uh, you know, I'm just oh, taking this I little see, travel I see what you've done there. Because the way I the mall see. is situated, there's a Lush and there's an Apple store. It's like, well, it's all there for you. Brenda Rooker, however, who has a picture of her and her grandkids... On my birthday last year, fuck. July 10th, 2016, oh, felt offended. Just be fucking happy you have a birthday. Shut up. <laughs> I felt offended. The woman in front oh. of me was offered samples when she paid. My daughter in law was offered samples when she paid. When I paid, I wasn't offered any samples. I said, Get after out of here, you old bat. <laughs> after mentioning I did not receive any samples, I was ignored. I guess I'll have to drive all the way out to the Rochester Lush to feel like I am treated the same as other people. <laughs> yes, please drive to Rochester for Lush samples. Please do that. I mean, also, do it while you're texting and eating a croissant. Yes. Please. Can you please text? Do 90. Yeah. I want you to be trying to find an obscure song on Spotify, eating a croissant, and driving <laughs> with your knee. Well over And then, of course, you, you drop the cherry out of your cigarette into your lap. And then you're like, oh, shit, what do I do? You're like trying to get oh, that fuck. and find the song. Because you can't, like, you're, you're so fucking stupid, you can't do one thing. At, like, you're just trying to do so many things at once. Or you're still trying to find the Paul, Paul McCartney song, and you don't, you don't know it's Wings, so you'll never find it yeah, you're it's fucking, fucking moron. for coming up live, and it's the Wings <laughs> song, and you're looking for Paul McCartney, and it's like, oh, you fucking, you're obviously fucking stupid and retarded. Still chewing, still trying to text, and your car seat is now on fire. And somehow you still survive, and you make it to Rochester to get lush samples. You make it to Rochester, the home, the land of of foreigner, Steve Rambo. 
all the great all the great faces and then you go to the yeah. fucking rochester lush and they say oh you're the old bag from albany we've been warned about you because we have a whole system in place we've got some wrinkle removing cream was that what you wanted oldie moldy for, oldie uh, for purposes of people understanding who aren't from new york or america how what that drive is <laughs> imagine driving from Chicago to Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> or like... Um, <laughs> With just as much scenery. Uh, yeah, exactly. Or like, uh, uh, imagine driving from fucking... Uh, what's what's the fucking town the Smiths are from? Um, uh, Manchester? Yeah, Manchester I to guess. London. Yeah. There, there, there's a good one. Manchester to London. Um, it's not a logical thing to do. No. It's it's a very stupid Look, thing to do. She was in a fucking I can on Brenda Rooker. Brenda was in a fucking state. Um, I'm looking at it right now. She's she's um, she's of age. She's uh, she's aged. She's one of our elders. We should show her some respect. I think this man is an older man. It's one of our elders. Um, <clears throat> Lush uh, pipes in with "We're sorry," whatever. Yeah, um, Lush. But somebody young. Chiron says, "I've been a loyal the pot." Chiron, yeah, Chiron is is um Chiron uh, is a man. He may feel threatened by Lush, so that's only natural that he gives a one star review. I've been a loyal customer of this establishment for some time now, and while visiting the area, I had searched for Lush stores near me. This location was the nearest one, and it was forty five minutes away. Cool story. The shit Thank is with you. people driving an hour thanks. to get to this mall. It's Plus, unbelievable. It's like fucking thanks, Ren McNally, uh, for telling us the fucking distance between where you live and where the fucking store is. You could have started. Then in- again, let's also, if you're driving an hour to go to Lush or to get a SIM card for your phone, I, <clears throat> I gotta be honest, you don't have that much to do. Yeah, jerk. The in wheel. fact, there's no place in a a radius of Albany of one hour that you got shit to do. Whoa. So it's all right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Are you? Do you want to hear what happened though? Holy Please. shit! Well, I mean, it's the worst of the worst. The worst thing that could have ever fucking happened. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, I did not feel welcomed at all. Oh. Now, if you can think of anything, like you know how your life is going really good right now. You know, fucking relationship all set. Life good. You know where you're going every day. My father used to say, you got to know where you're going every day. That's just, that's the success in life. You got to know where you're going every day. <laughs> that's it. That's all you got to do. That's it. He's like, success is, no, you gotta, success is knowing where you're going every day. That's what he used to say. I, I like it. You know? You know, where you, you know who you're going to lay Not down bad. next to, and you know where you're Not going bad. every day. It's fine. If you can have those two things on lockdown, the rest of your life will be great, you and the money out. will come in. It's going to be perfect. But... Worse than worse, a fate worse than death is Chiron saying, "I did not feel welcomed at all." I did not feel welcomed. When un- understood, though, at the same time, he's wearing a "Born to Raise Hell" cartoon T-shirt of a woman fucking a Confederate flag. Yes. But having said all that, he did not feel welcome. Se- and it says second place is not always the first loser <laughs> on the back. She's like, "Let me, I'll spread my Confederate flaps." And you will. Oh, I, and you can check out my Appomattox courthouse. Wow. <laughs> Damn. 
let's see let's see how many vile sexual terms we can also inter interlace with fucking uh. history let's say i will i will invade your uh i will cross your rhine on the last this the last bridge standing like rommel uh. Uh. i will invade your uh I will I will invade your endless step until the cold din of winter stops me forty miles outside of Moscow. Yeah, <laughs> you'll have to march to the sea. Yes, I will drive you. I will drive you to Dunkirk and beyond, and there will be Jesus no boats Christ. there to save you from an <laughs> orgasm. <laughs> what is this asshole's review? Real heavy on the World War II history. I will win the air war over your pussy. Mark my words. God damn it. You should probably just start a line of World War II t-shirts with fucking naked women on them. Yes. I will win the air war over your cock. Jesus Christ. That's anyway. Really I will... I will I will uh I will find the enigma code that'll allow me to lick your clitoris. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Fine, fine, okay. I will <clears throat> I will I will fucking I will drop my big Ben all over your Nagasaki. Thus changing the course uh. I will change the course of military history inside you. Wow. God. God. All right, so this fucking idiot, Chiron. Back to, back to less fun things. I did not feel welcomed at all. My family and I were in there for at least 15 minutes, and we were not noticed or approached by any of the workers. I was so shocked because every other location I get... <laughs> Sorry, it's uh, my bad. It's okay. It's my bad. I will burn. <clears throat> I will burn down your ass, <laughs> like the Reichstag. <laughs> like the Reichstag. <laughs> you will f- fall asleep. You will. I. You. Will, uh. I will fuck you into a bomb shelter, and you will awake with your beloved Dresden in ashes. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Jesus. Wow. Okay. I will f- Wow. Imagine that. Whew. You think anybody fucked in the bomb shelters? Like, oh, this is it. This will probably be the fucking last yeah, moment. Yeah, probably a lot, I'd imagine. Yeah, no, never, never, people never talk about that. They're like, it's always like women and children huddling in the fucking subway and shit. I, if I was with my, if I was with Young Box, I'd be like, we're probably going to fucking get blown up. Let's do it. Let's do it. Put, I'll put my trench coat down. You can have a little comfort. <sighs> And then and then the, the all clear signals and everyone's just staring at us. Yeah, like, oh, what? Well, yeah, it was just a little bomb. What? Yeah, they're just bombing factories today, dude. No problem. You don't have to always fuck in public. Oh, well, we just wanted to make sure, you know, just in case. Maybe a stray bomb come down the sub in the subway and we'd be, uh, you know. <laughs> but at this specific <laughs> location. <laughs> I had to go out of my way to get the workers' attention. Also, when I was ready to check out, there were two employees at the register who had seen us standing right in front of them, 
and yet we stood there for at least a minute before they helped us. I will not be visiting this All right. again. So what you're so you're positing that you walked up to the register and you and these employees just locked eyes for a full minute in some kind of showdown. <laughs> Is that it's my understanding? Be a showdown. <laughs> like they're just trying to buy a fucking bath bomb. <laughs> you're not welcome in these parts, Karen. I don't don't care how bad you smell. You will not be purchasing any of our wares today. Oh, but I think I will be. Because I enjoy every other lush store I've been to, and I drove a good 45 minutes. Again, I don't give a fuck where you're from, you hill person. Yeah, I will fucking send a buzz bomb over, under, and in you. Thus creating an entirely new form of warfare inside you. <laughs> I will, I will, I will, I will introduce the big red one <laughs> to your coastal France and your life will never be the same. I will drop my airborne troops deep behind your lines. You're going to commission an artist for these. And I will hide in your forests. <laughs> oh, wow. Just saying. Wow, I'm, just, wow. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Have you ever asked yourself, what is a good man? <clears throat> By the way. Are you asking me yeah, this? Because I have the uh, answer. I don't think so. What is a good man? A good man is not a man who feels he needs to yell, yell at you to tell you he's a good man. A good man is a man whose actions speak for themselves, and he doesn't lie, cheat, or look for attention elsewhere. He's not a hypocrite, spelled incorrectly. Of course. He can apologize when he's wrong. He doesn't claim to be your best friend, and then in the next bl- breath say the most hurtful shit when he's angry. He doesn't... Jesus. He doesn't... T- a mall review? He doesn't text... No, this is uh, Craigslist misconnection. Oh, okay. <laughs> he doesn't text or email you as his only forms of communication to you. Wow. Then fucking then you're not you're not dating. He doesn't claim to be fighting to save the relationship while being on social media sites talking to other women. If that's the type of good man that's out there, then I guess it's a good thing he's not mine anymore. Wow. Heavy duty shit. Okay. I think it's a good thing that they're not together anymore. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> look, you were standing by the gap in the fence between Albany Law School and uh, the David Axelrod Institute smoking a cigarette today. Cool. I told you I worked at the Institute and asked if you did, but you didn't say anything. I also asked you about <laughs> Tim Hortons. Yo, call the police. Yeah, call the fucking cops. Oh, my God. This ends with this man murdering you. Just call the police Yeah, her now. phone is on 9-1. Uh, <laughs> I also asked you about Tim Hortons. Same deal. However, you're very cute, and I'd like to take you out sometime. Hope you see this Holy. and are interested. Yeah, like, the fact that I approached you while you were standing outside your job was not enticing, but maybe me <laughs> posting this on Craigslist might fucking chill that ice queen a little bit or fucking thaw that yeah. ice queen a little How, bit. What a fucking, what a fucking cold bitch. She's standing in front of where she works, and I had the balls to ask her where she works. Oh, man. God damn. I had the stones to ask her where she works. I had the 10-ton balls. All right. Wow. 
Uh, do you want to read some questions? Yeah, let's knock a few of these out. I got this. All right. Um, Hans once told a story by going to Target or something and shitting his pants. Any other pants shitting stories from him? What about Andrew? Um, I don't think I have ever shit my pants. I mean, like, I, when on. I was a kid, I probably did. But, like, as, a, as an adult, I don't think I've ever shit my pants. If I have, it's been not remarkable enough that I don't remember it. But I remember some real fucking mundane shit. <laughs> Well, good for you. I fucking shit my I, I pants. I think that is good for me. I, I sh- think I'm, uh, I'm I'm proud of that. I got bad insides, man. I shit. Uh, I almost shit my pants like uh, a lot, and I Jeez. have to like make it. I have to like make it quickly. Sometimes it'll just all catch up to me. You know, like life. Sometimes you know when you like you're having a bad day, and then you check your bank balance, and you go, where did that money go? And then it's like, well, that's what's happening in my fucking stomach. And all of a sudden, it's like, whoa, why did you have a brownie? You know, and then, the, <laughs> and then I'm like, I don't fucking know either. You know? And then they're like, you know, the, the body tells, tells me it's time. And I try to go in there, and it's the bathroom on my floor. I have, this is a crisis of conscience that I hope you'll understand. I work in a place that serves people who are developmentally disabled. Okay. But I, I still use the handicap stall because it's always the cleanest. But I mean, like, do you have a, a, like a lot of developmentally disabled people walking around in there? Not on the second like a floor. Foundation. Not on yeah, the second floor. Uh, my intern, my man, man, Luke, my intern, he's got a, he's got a little touch of the autism, but we make you it. Got through. yourself an intern, not bad. Yeah, I got an intern. I told him to tuck his collar in. This isn't the seventies today. So <laughs> I said, <laughs> I said, you're not on the fucking Gong Show, man. Fucking tuck your collar in. He has his collar out. You know, you're not Chuck Barris. What are you talking about? He's like, what are these weird references that my like, what are these noises? My you're parents making? weren't born when that shit happened. I was like, well, you know, and uh, no, I didn't tell him to tuck his tuck his collar. In. This isn't the seventies. <laughs> and he was being honored for being a, an intern, and they were about to announce his name. I said, tuck your shoot. I told him to shoot his cuffs too. He was fucking. You know, he was trying to he's trying to be all business like. What's up with this kid? I don't know. I like him. He does a he does a YouTube channel called Mafia Cats that everybody should watch. Okay. It's fucking funny. He does he basically takes old episodes of like Top Cat and does voiceovers on them. Wow. And he it's it's funny. It's it's funny in the <laughs> it's funny in the dumbest way possible. He does all the voices and everything. It's so funny. So if you have a little bit of spare time, which I know you all do, because half of you fucking sit in a dole office half the week. Um, <laughs> I'm going to open the dole office in your pussy. Um, oh, man. Yeah, we're not going to get into vague social ser- <laughs> English social services references. This is like the, the, such a wide <laughs> world. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to open my NHS envelopes inside you. Um, oh, fuck. <laughs> no, but if you ever uh, go to Mafia Cats and uh, it's his channel, and he's a he's a he's a wicked dude, and uh, his, his shit's funny. Don't expect fucking Seinfeld or anything, but it's funny. All right, give the guy a break. Um, last time I shit my pants uh, in a big like had to go to the car wash after way <laughs> was driving home from my old job at the state. I thought I could make it. Uh, nature had other plans. And I properly shit my pants. Like, still had 10 minutes left to drive. Oh, Jesus. Like, just sitting there like, oh, I just kept saying, oh, fuck. And then the, <laughs> the window started fogging up. 
It was. This is brutal. Yeah, Jesus it was brutal. Christ. I was wearing Izod khakis, which made it even worse. Because my whole ritual at that time, this was right before we reconnected and started this podcast. So uh, my life was very out of control. Yeah, that was a. You know, weirdly, I went back not that long ago. I was looking uh, to see if we had all our old episodes that were up. You know, it was one of the things that Audio Boom said they would do is get all the old stuff back, and they did. And I was like, oh, shit, the first episode. It's probably been a minute, and I'd listen to 10 minutes. I'm like, man, yeah, this, you were in a dark spot. I was in a very dark spot. <clears throat> Speaking of dark spots, I um, a couple of days ago, I rescued the tour bag, finally. The last tour bag. Oh, the tour bag, yes, yes. Inside yes. was, I completely forgot about this. I recorded. Oh, that's right. I did a cassette tape. Uh, I had a, I bought a uh, cassette recorder, like a micro cassette recorder, and I, uh, it was in there in the micro micro cassette recorder, dead batteries. The the thing was in there. I resurrected it and upped it to Audacity, and it's going to be a four part series. Oh my god! Of me absolutely freaking out in a motel in Federal Way, Washington, right before I took, <laughs> right before I took the last plane home. Some highlights oh, are Jesus me. Christ. Some highlights are me saying over and over again, "The world, the, the country is so big. The country is so big." Um, I listened to it and I, I was like, "Yeah, hey, I'm gonna send it, send it out to everybody. It's gonna be funny. There's something funny I'll post up." And I was like, "Wait a minute, this is some scrambled shit." And then <laughs> <laughs> this must have been like a Twilight Zone episode for you to listen to. I didn't even remember it. I was so fucked up. I didn't even remember recording it. I was like, oh, what's this? And it was a recorder. And I just, I remember just laying in the bed. This motel was terrible. It had hardwood floors, which is like, imagine that, right? It's like Hemingway shit. And, um, yeah, it was awful. But uh, I'm going to upload all of them and uh, present them to you. The, the listening public and to you, Andrew. Should we just make an episode out of them? Just we could <laughs> put them all in there. I'm I, at one point. I'm, I just say, uh, <clears throat> I, I just keep saying, like, yeah, the, the country is like so big. Like you know, when you think about it, the country is like so big. And I'm like told. I'm like I, I am delusional. <laughs> Jesus, what what a difference a little um, like hardcore chemical medication does. I don't know if I can listen to this. That might be too much. Shit. Come on, man. You know, I'll give it a try, bros. You know, if you just you can just say you know, press plus, you can just plus fifteen. Just my plus list. fifteen through the whole thing. Whoa, can, whoa! You know, the, the beauty about the future is that you can just plus fifteen one of your your best friend's lowest moments. You can just plus fifteen it. That's fine. You don't have to share the yeah. pain. Then it's gone. It's fine. It's gone forever. Not your. It's a not. That's a. That's not an Andrew problem. That's for sure. Um, but anyway, um, so yeah, that was my sh- wow. <laughs> my bad shitting story. <laughs> Uh, Andrew, you seemed very grumpy on the last episode. I hope you were able to go for a plaza or whatever and chilled out a bit. I worry about you. That kind of anger will shorten your life. Have a nice day, Hans, man. Your life seems real cool right now. Uh. Keep on keeping on. If that isn't Chris Novas, I don't know who it is. That, that That's that. It's, it's anonymous is what it is. It's anonymous. It might, um. it's, it's the sentiments of Chris Novas, that's for sure, but... But I'm not actually mad or, like, grumpy or anything. Like, I sit down here and we talk about trigger warnings. And, like, yeah, I sh- I, I'm supposed to get grumpy at that. It's, like, a stupid thing to, to do. But, yeah, I don't... I, I'm, a, I'm a very non-grumpy person. And 
You in, are. Up in the world. Of all the people like, I've... You see me, you see me in a Taco Bell, you come up and you talk to me? Not grumpy. No. Oh. I've, I've seen you grumpy maybe twice <clears> in my whole <throat> life. All of them Damn were straight. All of them were in the aughts. I haven't seen you grumpy yeah. since... I haven't seen you grumpy. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was definitely grumpy at a different point in my life. I haven't seen you grumpy since <clears throat> like 2010. 2009, maybe. Actually, no, yeah, that one tour we did with uh, the fucking Have Farts. Was uh, you were very grumpy that time, but other than that, huh? Interesting. Um, so you weren't grumpy. That's fine. Uh, no, or maybe I was. I don't know, but whatever. It's fine. I, I reserve the right to be grumpy. Would you like to hit us with another one? Um, <clears throat> I like this this one coming up. I want to look for it. Uh, once you guys are done with under arrest, you need to check out Police Ten Seven. That's the New Zealand version. It's probably even funnier. Oh, Damn, I want to watch that. Wow. <laughs> I'm still getting through under arrest. That shit is so good. Yeah, I got to throw some of that on tonight. I actually downloaded The Deer Hunter with the intention. I haven't seen that in its entirety in like, wow. I don't know, 15 years. So You're... I had uh, intentions to order some food tonight, kick back, pack my bags, and uh, watch The Deer Hunter yeah. while I pack. That, is, that, that, that does have a lot of parallels in our life. You are De Niro, yeah. and I am Christopher Walken. Yep, that's about right. It really is. It's totally true. And like, I watched that, and I was like, wow, Andrew and I have the same dynamic. I'm kind of like We're gonna, fucking, we'll see. I'll take some notes. I'm, I'm a suicidal weirdo, and he's just like has it together with a good beard. Like <laughs> that's pretty much the way the deer hunter analogy for us. Um, uh, where the fuck is Blake? Your guess is as good as mine. I know he's in New York. We know his address. We're gonna. I think we're gonna do a uh, bring a six pack over and uh, see if we can at least uh, peel him out of his chair by a moment yeah. pretty soon. But um, he's just doing his own thing right now. And uh, I, I respect that. I still write We're him. We're unsure as to what that thing is. Still write him. I'm still. I'll I mean, send him have, a message too. Yeah, I have a. I have a bunch of unanswered messages sent, but I just want to let him because if he, him and I, if, the last episode, him and I, vibed in the fact that we have like same kind of bipolar shit. And I used to do this all the time, where people would write me and I'd feel good about it, but I would never write back. But it feels good to have somebody write you. And I realize now how weird that seems to somebody who's like expects an answer, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, like normal life, you know. But I still, I still send them. Hey, man, thinking of you. Hey, hey, you know, happy July Fourth, whatever. Um. Yeah, we'll see. You know. Um. Uh. Cool. Uh, anything else you'd like to read? Uh, what's the most heat y'all... I was just going to say, that's a good one to end on, yeah. yeah that's, uh, what's the most heat y'all have ever gotten over something you said on the drive? I don't know. We have a pretty, uh, yeah, I don't, a pretty forgiving I don't... crowd, so I don't know. We, uh, oh, somebody, uh, when we, um... No, I don't really know, actually. <laughs> I mean, you probably getting yelled at by fucking what's-her-name for calling her and getting hung up on. Yeah, uh, yeah. That that was uh, yeah. That's the only one that comes to mind. I don't like. I don't think I. The closest I've ever had to heat was like a dude from Albany, being like, "Yo, I know it was me you talked about in the podcast, but whatever, we're cool, man." And I was just like, "Okay, cool, uh, neat, whatever." Okay. You know, you have to tell um, me who that is after. Yeah, that that was that was it. It was like the most non-heat ever. Yeah, you know that is true. That was there was that one dude. Uh, who I called the DPDO manager. That fucking, yeah. And he got real sore. Like, <laughs> like no ointment could cure that sore ass. 
Uh, that doesn't count. Though. No. That dude was that dude's so happy to have something to be mad about. Uh, it was very that that felt very local. That's uh, right. That coincided with me moving out of Albany. <laughs> that was like very. You know, when you hear a band, you're like, this sounds local. You know, that's that's how that beef felt. I was like, this is very local beef. Um, uh, I, I'm actually gonna listen. I'm gonna read out one more question. Yeah. Um. Uh, actually. Yes. One more question. All right. So there was like a, a weird convoluted one below it, and I didn't know if it was something I should ask, and now it's certainly not. <clears throat> not really a question. Just wanted to beg for some consistency in the length of the intro song so I can set my podcast. I have to skip the majority of it to just get the last five seconds of the song. Well, well, listeners at home, if you're wondering why the podcast intro this episode was only nine seconds long, now you know. Now you know hmm. why. Hmm. Hmm. Um... Actually, what is it? So if it's plus 15, then I should play the first 15 seconds. <laughs> and then another 15 And then seconds. edit an end abruptly in at, <laughs> at the 16th <laughs> second. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, let's see if I have the, uh, the time and patience to do that. Uh, but, yeah. It's fucking amazing. All right, this has been what one forty seven. According to you, one forty seven. Right? You you, you seem to think it's one fifty six, which is um, not rooted in any sort of reality uh, that we share. But it's uh, cool. Stra- strawberries, it's strawberries mean love, man. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> you know that. I'm going to. I'm trying to find the episode to double check, and I can't find it. Come on, man. Strawberry. You know. You know that strawberries mean love. I do know strawberries mean it's love. A good song, man. Fucking Great song, great album. Great album. You know, Strawberry it's funny, Alarm Clock. When you go back and you listen to that Strawberry Alarm Clock record, two things are very apparent. One, the whole thing comes off like a cult recruitment tool. <laughs> so I really get why like parents were not thrilled with having their kids listen to this shit. Like I actually get it. I, I super understand. Like come sit with the guru, 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 you know, all that shit. Secondly, those dudes were mad posers. Like, super posers. Excuse yeah. Me. Yeah. Did you just call Strawberry Alarm Clock posers? Listen to this jam. So, such posers, these dudes. What? I mean, it's good. Like, these dudes are all, like, fucking music majors that, like, moved their... And we're like, oh, let's do this thing. Like, these are all the dudes who moved to fucking New York and became punks in the 100%. 80s. That's just like... They moved to L.A., put a flower straight in poser. there. Fucking poser. Great record. First of all. Really good. Most of it's like fucking... It's, most of it sounds like Harry Belafonte. Um, <laughs> but yeah, good... There's uh, there no fucking Iron Butterfly, that's for sure. If you have a chance, uh, that same... Jack Nicholson movie, I, th- I forget what it was called, where they play the Jimi Hendrix song backwards and pretend that's, that's their uh, their song. Yes. Later on in the movie, uh, Strawberry Alarm Clock makes a live music appearance, but it's you know obviously not live. Um, yeah, it's worth uh, worth a watch. It's very strange. They all look very ugly, very ugly people. Um, yeah. oh. Iron Butterfly. Awesome. I didn't know that Inagata DeVita was recorded like 15 miles from my house. Dude, 
They're so much better. Butterfly's real good. <laughs> really good. Yeah, really, really good Do shit. Do yourself a favor if you're in the mood for some... I mean, you got, a, you got a guy or a girl coming over, or not, you know, non-gender binary, or... Um, you know, I'm a cishead male, so I just say things like that, but whatever. whatever yeah, you, choose. you know, I think it's okay. Whatever. You know, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm wearing a flannel. I like to fuck women. I like to drink beer. TW slash CW. But if you have a woman coming over or a man, uh, you put on Iron Butterfly and Agata DeVita, and you are going to um, have intercourse to the point of you might have to go to church the next day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you right now. You will come and come again. The woman will. You'll be like, oh, man, I was really hoping we could listen to Alkaline Trio. And you're like, fucking, first of all, you flimsy flimsy fucking dork. No. Second of all, I've got some shit we can listen to. If you think you're going to get in this fucking battlefield, pussy, if you think you're going to drive your world, your your tank, if you're going to dig your trench eight feet deep... In 1916, <laughs> if you think you're gonna unleash your mustard gas in my no man's land, <laughs> you've got another thing coming, pal. Because we need to listen to this fucking yes. Here we go. Take off your tight jeans. Take off your fucking Mar- Marona Target jeans. Because we're gonna have some disappointing sex right now. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. All right, this has been 147. We're not pitching anything. We're not plugging anything. We're see. <laughs> oh fuck, I'm in San Francisco next week, so we'll maybe be a week late, but we'll see you at episode 148. Yeah. Don't you know that I always be true? Oh, won't you come with me and take my hand? Oh, won't you come with me and walk this land? Please take my hand. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.